0: Hello, and welcome to the Evoke Greatness podcast. My name is Sunny, and I have an insatiable hunger for growth and knowledge. I am a huge book nerd and a wee bit of a control enthusiast with an obsession for motivational coffee cups. I have traveled what feels like a thousand journeys from the start of my career as a CNA, slowly making my way through nursing school to presently being the COO of a national hospice company. I have learned valuable lessons along the way, that have forged me into the woman and leader that I am today. And I'm hopeful that others can utilize my lessons and the lessons of my guests to help pave their own way. I am calling my crazy big shot as I build this podcast and a lifestyle brand that will be in service of others. I believe that a rising tide raises all ships, and I invite you along in this journey to evoke greatness. Welcome back to another episode of Evoke Greatness. Today is Kids Edition. I have my 10-year-old Lucas and my 13-year-old Joshua here with me to do an episode and kind of talk about all things family and Thanksgiving and life in our house on a regular basis and thought we'd just kind of give a sneak peek to everybody else as to what it looks like for us. So in the spirit of Thanksgiving, Josh, what is something that you are most thankful for for this time of the year? I'm most thankful for my family
1: and my friends because we can get to gather around this time of year and get to see everyone. Pretty nice when that gets to happen. Luke, what about you? I'm most thankful
2: for my family because I know some people don't have one and it's just nice to have a family.
0: So... We laugh a lot about the fact that, uh, Josh, you specifically talk about what a crazy family we have and a crazy family we are. What do you think about our family compared to your friends' families? Do you think we're crazy? Yeah, pretty crazy. What makes us crazy? We just
1: do the craziest stuff. What kind of crazy stuff? Like we're always, we're good to each other and
0: then we get to play around a lot. We do play a lot. We laugh a lot and we shout a lot. Not in a bad way. Well, sometimes I shout. <laughs> when i lose my bananas but most of the time it's shouting in a good way dancing in the kitchen wrestling josh what do you want to be when you grow up i want to be a police officer
1: to just help the people in need protect and serve and i think those out there who are police officers and are in the military and thank you for your service
0: (laughs) Yes, thank you for your service indeed. You've wanted to be a police officer since you were little. I remember your preschool graduation, and they asked you, you were super nervous, and they asked you what you wanted to be when you grow up. And what do you remember what you told them? A motorcycle. He said, <laughs> A motorcycle. Not, he meant a motorcycle cop, but all that seemed to come out was motorcycle. And So you walked off stage with everyone thinking you wanted to grow up to be a motorcycle, but I still have that video. And of course, we all knew what you were talking about, um, but it was quite a comedic performance for everybody else. Lucas, what about you? What do you want to be when you grow up?
2: A football player. A football player?
0: (laughs) What kind of football player? Like NFL? Yeah. What team would you like to play for in the NFL? Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. You want to go to college for football as well? Hopefully with a, a football and academic scholarship (laughs) where do you want to go alabama roll tide uh and so i've told you before like 0.08 percent of everybody who wants to go into the nfl actually makes it because there's just so much competition what are your thoughts about that does that make you nervous about making it yeah kind of yeah what do you think you have to do to make sure that you're part of that 0.08 percent practice every day don't give up keep trying yeah I'd say those are pretty good uh, key points to remember. Do you guys think that faith plays a big role in our family? Yes. Yeah. What parts of our, our family or our life does faith play a part of?
1: A lot of it.
0: The parts of our life is just being involved with Christ. So we go to church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go to church pretty regularly and fill up our tank, get ready for each week. What do we do? What are, What do we do before we eat? Every we time pray we sit every down
2: for- night, every morning.
0: Yeah, we pray when we go to bed. What do we do when we when we drive by an accident? We pray. And what do we do when we are just sitting around the house and we hear an ambulance going by? We pray. What do we pray for?
2: Just pray that the people are safe, no one got hurt, and
0: that everyone's okay. And what do we do when we drive down the street and see somebody who looks upset or distressed on the side of the road? Josh? we pray for them. Um, just
1: hope that even though something's not good in their life at that point, that it
0: gets better and doesn't happen like that again. We do a lot of praying, huh? We pray for people all the time. That's one of my favorite things, like secret things to do, is pray for people when I'm, on, when I'm walking through the airport. Uh, I'm praying for people who randomly I just walk by and feel compelled to pray for. Pray for people walking down the street. I think those are really good habits to have. What is, uh, Josh, what is something that dad does that you hope you do when you're older? Just kind of one of the, one of his characteristics or things that he does.
1: Being a good person, being like that protective part of the family.
0: Yeah, I like that. What about something that I do that you hope you do when you're older? Discipline. Discipline? (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Josh? Just being
1: like a good, encouraging person.
0: Good. I like it. The affirmation cards that we have downstairs that we have on the kitchen table have become quite a hit with people that as I have made posts a lot of people have commented want to get those for their kids. What do you guys think about what, Lucas, what do you think about the affirmation cards?
2: Um they're good cards to start off the day. They give you positive messages in the morning.
0: Josh, on those days where maybe the morning isn't going like we wanted it to or you just have zero interest in in pulling a card, what what happens when you pull when when I make you do it anyway? <laughs> What does that do to your day? just makes it better. makes
1: your day feel more encouraging and puts more life into your day.
0: Josh, you are quite a cook for a 13-year-old. What is your favorite dish or thing to make? Cookies from scratch.
1: Yeah? What type of cookies do you like to make? Chocolate chip and macadamia nut. And you like to do the no-bake cookies. Yeah, Uh because those take like... They don't take
0: long, but they're hard to make, and it's a challenge. And you got grandma's recipe, huh? And you have a pretty special and close relationship with grandma? Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys appreciate about
1: that? She's just such a good person. One of the best grandmas I could ask for, because she's just so loving. Not an average grandma that she's just crazy and well, are part of the family, <laughs> and she fits right in. <laughs> what about you,
2: Luke? Well, oh, she's crazy and nice, all mixed into one. Yeah? That's a good combination. <laughs>
1: That's why I said
0: it fits right. It does fit right into our (laughs) our crazy family, huh? We, over the course of the last almost two years now, being in the pandemic, a lot of things have changed. You guys have had to go on to online school and then back in, back online. Fortunately, this year, you guys have been in school the whole time, but it's caused us to do things that are a little different. What do you think, uh, Lucas, what do you think is the best thing that's come out of the pandemic in... In regards to our family and the time we've gotten to spend.
2: Um, Well, you haven't been traveling as much, which is good
0: because we can see you more. Josh, what do you think? You don't have to travel as much. We've gotten outside more together. We rode a lot of bikes. Yeah. We got a telescope and did a lot of astronomy. got some apps on our phone where we started tracking stars and planets and the International Space Station. So it's kind of given us some different things to do together. What do you guys find yourself just in the course of a week? What do you find yourself praying the most about? Being better to
2: each other. Yeah, being better so to each that other. we're not fighting every five seconds.
1: <laughs> that's that's a good thing. Over a simple thing. Yeah. Josh, what about you? It's not even about the fighting. Like, we play fight a lot because we're brothers and that's what you would expect out know, of brothers. We just like being good to each other, but sometimes it doesn't end up like that because we're. Get, always getting after each other over some simple thing, like I said. So what do you what do you think you find yourself praying for most during the week? Well, just for a good
0: week, good things at school. No, you know when they're not like that sometimes. What do you guys think? We were talking this morning about some of the way that media portrays things and how there's such a divide in the country today. What do you guys think about all the things that are going on in the world today from a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old's eyes?
1: Just it's splitting up our people that come together, It's splitting them apart. It's like a big family getting split in half, Mm. split into quarters. Like the people that you, you're supposed to be there for them. And sometimes that it's just affecting how we are acting to each other. A lot more cyberbullying since cyber at home a lot. So people think what a better thing to do which it's not, it just hurts people on the inside and you don't know what the other person is feeling on the other side of the device. That's true. That's very true.
0: And you have, you always have, since you were little, you have this empathetic nature about you, really compassionate and empathetic, Josh, that you, that you feel other, you almost feel what other people are feeling and the, sometimes the pain that they feel, and that can be both a blessing and a curse. And so I think that's probably why that sits with you like that is because you you can feel the pain of the other people. And anybody who's been a part of bullying regardless of which side there is there's damage that's being done. Even some of the cyberbullying that doesn't that's not just for kids. That happens when people are adults too. And so social media is a really big part of people's lives today and there are a lot of people who get a lot of courage and a lot of nastiness uh, about them that they are more than willing to share with the world from behind a computer screen and so we see a lot of that junk going on trolling people kind of you know what you guys would refer to as those haters out there it would be very different if you were standing in front of somebody and so for whatever reason it gives people courage to be nasty uh from behind a computer screen which is unfortunate what about you what are your thoughts Yeah, well, just on on the The world today. Yeah, the world kind of the the divide that we see.
2: It's kind of like the Civil War, how like people were divided because some people wanted slavery, like one half of the country wanted slavery and one half didn't, so they started fighting over it. It's kind of like that because if there's a there's like divide, it's dividing the country again, making it like another Civil War.
0: What's interesting is when a lot of people start doing something, whether it's right or wrong, it becomes acceptable and it takes one person or a handful of people who feel like this is not okay, that they are willing to fight for it. They're willing to fight for the rights of others. I think that's a really, really important thing. That's an important process, part of the process. So you have to always be willing to be the voice for those who don't have a voice or be willing to stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves. And so it took those brave people, those people who knew that they, there are people who, you know, who have lost their careers or lost their lives because they're standing up for something that's important. But I think no matter what, if we will not stand up for something that's important, something that we fundamentally feel is right, then what are we really standing for? What advice would you guys give to someone who, say someone was being bullied or or kind of was in a bad situation at school? What advice would you give to them on how they could navigate that situation? Josh, what are your thoughts?
1: I wouldn't give advice. I would just take the person out of the situation, tell the other person to knock it off or tell both because sometimes it's the person that instigates it and
0: then, then the other person takes power. Yeah. Um, So it's been me asking you guys questions. What questions would you want to ask me? You have one.
2: Okay. Why,
0: why do you do the job that you do? Why do I do the job I do? That's a good question. I love taking care of people. I've always loved taking care of people. Fortunately, I have gotten to grow in my career. And so now I have a combination of running a company that helps people have a good end of life experience. And I get to lead people. And help them grow in their careers. And so it's like a combination. Um, Helping people, well, I guess helping patients and helping to lead and grow people. What about you, Josh? What do you like about us most? Why do you you like your mom? But like, what makes you love us the most? What makes me love you the most? Fortunately, I'm a very lucky mom to have boys like you guys. And, uh, Josh, I already talked about it earlier with you is your, your sense of empathy and compassion and your love for others and your ability to kind of feel what others feel is one of your spiritual gifts, I think. And as we get older, we see spiritual gifts begin to kind of open up for us and lead us a little bit better versus us just trying to figure out why we feel the way we feel. You have always had this way about you since you were a little, little boy, that you you just had a way with young kids and with animals. So like babies and toddlers and animals, you've always had this magnetic connection with them. And so while I hope that you have a, a an amazing law enforcement career because that's what you want to do, I also think it would serve you and others really well to be whether it's a pediatric nurse or doctor or a veterinarian. I think those are really some of your gifts that you'll see unfold as you grow in life. And Lucas, you have a uh, unique trait about you in that you are not bothered by what other people think or do or say. And that is an enviable trait. I've spent many, many years of my life where I have allowed it to control me And what I do, because I cared so much about what other people thought, and you have literally since you could talk and walk, you've had zero interest in what anybody else has to say or think. When you get dressed in the morning, you sometimes put on some really creative and unique outfits because your thought is, what does it matter what it looks like? It's a pair of shorts, a shirt, socks, and shoes, and if none of them match... (laughs) It's, it doesn't concern you at all. And so you're always so surprised when I say, Lucas, red, white, and blue shorts, a green shirt and orange (laughs) socks don't go together. And you have said before, that's the difference is I don't care what people think about my clothes. And that is something that will serve you in many facets of your life. You have always beat to the tune of your own drum. Does that mean? (laughs) That means that you you have a way about you where you're gonna function and navigate the way you do, and it's not gonna be controlled by what you think other people think of you. And that's a that is an absolute gift. Many people spend the entirety of their lives worried about what other people think and you don't. And it's like an invisible roadblock when people worry about what other people think and you don't even have that. And so you don't even have this roadblock to cross. And that's that's awesome. So those are some of the things that I think are gifts to you guys, and and you will learn more about them as you get older and how they serve you and how they don't serve you and how they can serve others. And, but I think you should constantly be in prayer about asking God to unveil your spiritual gifts because we have so many things inside of us that, that he has placed there to help us navigate our journey in life, and so it's exciting as you get older, you start to learn some of those things, and sometimes it's other people who point them out to you.
2: I have one more question. Yes. So you know how you said you like helping
0: people. Uh huh. Why do Why do you, why do, you like why do I like helping people? I think I too have got a lot of the empathy and compassion as well. And when we, <laughs> this is a funny example, when we moved to Arizona, I was I think eight years old and we moved from New Mexico. And when we first got here, it was in the middle of the summer and it was so hot. It was unlike any heat that I had felt before. And we were driving in my mom's little Nissan truck and we had the windows rolled up, had the air conditioner on because it was very hot outside. And I saw homeless people and I hadn't really been exposed to homeless people previously, whereas in like major metropolitan Phoenix, they're just, they they were on the side of the road. And so that was surprising to me. I felt compelled to make my mom turn the air conditioner off and roll the windows down in the dead of summer in Arizona. And the reason for that is there, when I saw these homeless people not having any sort of air conditioning I thought, why should we have air conditioning if they don't? And so I made my mom turn the air conditioner off and roll the windows down so that we could endure the same heat that they were enduring. And that's just kind of a a small example when I was a young child about how I felt what others felt. And so I have seen poor care be provided to people and nothing is more heartbreaking because we as humans all deserve to have good care, especially at the end of our lives. I think people... Have worked and done all they have done all the way through their life, and they deserve really good special care. And so, because I have been able to have that empathy and that sense of feeling what others feel, that's why it's even more important to me to make sure that we provide great care to them when they most need it.
1: I have a question for Lucas. Okay, what do you like most about me as a brother? You're nice sometimes.
2: <laughs> well, can be nice <laughs> if you really feel, feel like remember. it. You don't get mad, like if I want to do something and you want to do something else. You don't get mad because I want—I don't want to do the thing that you want to do. So you don't like—you don't get mad over simple things.
0: So maybe he's—he's he's understanding when those when those things come up. Yeah. Maybe you ask him the same.
1: What do you like most about me? You're just like a caring little brother. I don't know what I'd do without you. You know what? Honestly. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know, what's funny is when you, when, you know how I bring up the example of the way you two talk to each other sometimes, then I say, what if one of your friends talked to your brother like that? And what do you guys say? Wouldn't not be my friend anymore? Well, yeah. Right. So you don't, you're not going to allow someone else to talk to your brother the way sometimes you do. And so that's, that's a wake up call in us deeper evaluating how we treat each other. Because if you wouldn't let someone else treat your, your loved one, the way you treat them, And we should probably raise the bar on how we treat them. Yeah.
1: Because I think it's just that part of caring. And we've been been just growing up with the same person. And even though times get hard, you still love the person. Absolutely.
0: Well, I think that's a great place to wrap it up. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you wanting to and being willing to do a kids edition podcast with me. I talk about you guys all the time and I'm constantly putting posts up about just experiences that we have. And I love the idea of us coming on here. Maybe we can do this like once a month. What do you think? Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope that you'll stick around. If you liked the podcast, please hit the subscribe button, share the episode, or even leave a review. And in the sage words of Olympic champion Wilma Rudolph, never underestimate the power of dreams and the influence of the human spirit. We are all the same in this notion. The potential for greatness lives within each of us.